fudgy.com.au. If you like the voice, I can be like Sam. We can't do two beatboxes, can we? (laughs) That doesn't work. We can't do one. (laughs) Fudgy.com.au. Yeah. Yeah. That's the old box office. Yeah. <laughs> Pennywise or something? Yeah. No. My one word is fun but disappointing. That's, That's my one. <laughs> I want to get back to the more serious topic of have you seen my one? <laughs> Look at my gorge hands! Look at my gorge hands! Shit, I've lost it. it. Stop there! No! That's it! Damn it! TV. It's where I'm at, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. Look, you know what? I'm happy to do that. Which one? Sorry. (laughs) What a stupid thing that was. Yeah. You will get your piece of chicken in a second! Here we go with another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sean Macy, and with me is my little friend, <laughs> Jason McDonald. Are you, are you serious? Is that how we're going to start this show? Well, uh, look, we, we when you say of, little, do you mean, are you implying my height? Uh, yes, because, because we just got out of a film yes. <laughs> called Solo. <laughs> Yes. Where there was a psychic. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of how would I bring you in? Like how would he introduce Chewbacca? And he would say, hey, he's my big friend. Yeah. I don't want to call you my big friend because the only way, anything that would mean <laughs> is that I'd be calling you fat, right? right. That's, that's really hurtful. Right. But you know that you're, small, you're shorter than me. Yeah, but see. I was fat. trying to go factual. Okay, I appreciate your... Uh, <laughs> Your, you know, softening there, I guess, yeah. But the truth is, uh, if you're overweight, you can control that. But I can't control my height. Not everyone can control their weight. There are thyroid problems out there. Like, okay. Is this a medical show? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, man. It was, uh, it was good. We're, we're what gonna... episode are we up to? Uh, this is 17. 17. Yeah, yeah. So I think with everything else that we've put together, um, we're over about sort of 35... Yeah, close, close to 40, 40 episodes. maybe, yeah. yeah. I have to count mm. up to count them up. Yeah. Uh, but, mate, uh, it has been uh, a big month. It has been a really big month, mm. yeah. Uh, for both of us. Yeah. Um, I've only got a couple of weeks until I – in fact, next weekend I start on yeah, The Voice. Yeah, start back up. Yeah, just just uh, very quickly, you know, finish off the lives, mm. bring it back in the big guns, make yeah, sure – Yeah, I'm watching I'm watching The Voice probably because you're working on it, you know, more yeah. so to be honest. But yeah. I know it's a really good, uh, really good season. I think the four judges are really clicking together and, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it. And the talent is endless. Is this a good time to tell you that I can't get tickets for the final for you? Uh, Live on air? Yeah. Uh, Not really, (laughs) no, because I'll be very upset. Why? (laughs) Why can't you do that? Uh, Because the way that this set is this year in terms of uh, physically how they've built it, there are less seats. Right. In fact, a quarter less seats than what they used to Well, I only need four. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, And there are four less seats. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And you know what? This year, I even had a a better um, connection. I I have direct into the ticket room. Right. Yeah, I worked with on my last show. (laughs) That's fine, man. I'll just speak to my friend Aaron and and he'll hook me up. Good. I I, I don't need you. No, good, good. Do it. Yeah. Get me one. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I can give it to my partner <laughs> in crime. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so what else have you been doing other than looking forward to going back to work? Uh, watching lots of movies. Okay. Um, you know, a few TV series, Netflix, things like that. I finished, started. Oh, hang on one. Yeah, before yeah. you go there, before we go into content, yeah. I've got one thing I want to tell the pod um, that I picked up on the other day. I re-listened to our Oscars episode that right. we released, our special episode for the Oscars, yeah. right? Now, I don't know if you've worked it out, but if you re-listen to that, we are half cut. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. We're yeah, actually yeah. fully cut, right? Because <laughs> what we did a couple of months ago when we um, kind, of re- kind of rearranged the way we do things a little bit, uh, reshuffled, we decided to – we thought it would be a good idea to do special episodes at the end of a full episode. Yeah. A full episode that night I think went for two and a half, three hours or something like that. And then we went into the special episodes. By this stage, we had a gut full of beer, right? <laughs> and then, but then we had to go talk serious with all the Oscar content, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you are a fan of the show and you want a good laugh, now that you know what you know, go back and listen to the special Oscars episode. Yeah, it's a review uh, on what happened at the Oscars yeah, it's and post, who won. Post-Oscars, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, it's all old hat now. Yeah. But... It's actually probably going to be quite funny knowing that we are fully cut and <laughs> slurring our words and blah, 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 which we do in by the end of the episode, right? By the normal episode. Generally, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we didn't. So, anyway, we learned from the following month we did the uh, podcast, we did all our special stuff yeah. before the episode, before we got too drunk. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, and today, I can say today because uh, through scheduling conflicts, mm. we've we're doing a sort of midday. Yeah, we're uh, having coffee and tea and scrumpets. <laughs> scrumpets. Uh, yeah. Where's my scrumpet? <laughs> oh, you didn't get a scrumpet. No, I didn't get a scrumpet. <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> this last uh, month, I have started and finished Game of Thrones again. Oh, second time round. Yeah. Do you know this is a thing with uh, Netflix and all of the con- uh, content we have access to? It's almost too much for my brain to handle. Yeah, it is. It can I, be overwhelming. Yeah. Do I want to start something? Yeah. Because of it. Not all of Netflix is great. Like the whole concept of Netflix is brilliant, but not everything that they make is the best out there. And there are a lot of HBO products that I would love to watch again. So I thought, why don't I do that? I did. I started it. <laughs> I finished and it is yeah, my second time um, through. So, sorry, how did you do that? Through Foxtel or did you do uh, yeah, a HBO Through, through uh, another streaming service. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah, well, uh, and, and like I've seen season one and two twice. Yeah. So I do know what it's like to go through the at least the first earlier seasons twice. Sure. So how would you feel? Oh, it was fantastic. Like it was uh, like home again. Mm. Almost like anyone who watches Friends out yeah. there and sees an old Friends episode, you just know that you're you're back home. You're in a good place. Yeah. And yeah. it's quality. Not necessarily a safe place with Game of Thrones. <laughs> no. But you're in a good place. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. It, you know, I think it was season five where I thought, oh, okay, it's a bit bit too talky talky. Mm, let's mm. let's move on. Yeah. Um, but uh, I moved through it quite quickly. You know, I think I only fast forwarded two or three times in okay. you know an episode. So uh, I watched that's every a lot episode. of content. Like that's uh, ten hours a uh, season mm. times. Where are you up to? Like the whole lot or done? Right. Yeah, a lot of late nights. So it's like sixty or seventy hours of programming. That's a lot of late nights. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you know, I like my late nights. So hmm. uh, now you can see why I'm so grumpy in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I want to play games with you, gaming, you're like. 
you never respond. No, I'm no. watching Game of Thrones. You're watching Game of Thrones. Okay, cool. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I would suggest that if anyone has a, a something that they really love and they're not sure what to watch and they're just, you know, looking around on Netflix or another tr- streaming service, go back to something you love. Do it again. It's very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I, I started The Wire. Okay. The other day. So uh, For the first time or second time? Second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's feeling like oh, home? I, I only did one episode. <laughs> Does that feel like home? Yeah. No, I did one Does episode. Does that take you to a happy place? I was kind of bored. Oh, okay, yeah. And do you know why? I think it shows you how far TV writing and even uh, delivery has come, yeah. I think. Because The Wire was arguably one of the greatest TV shows of all time yep, at the time, Absolutely loved it right? at the time, yeah. And I look back, even Dexter, which I love Dexter, right? But yeah. even now I look back at it and I still love it because it's, you know, it's home, like you're saying. Yeah. But it's actually, um, it's just different to today's TV making, you know, where they do end on a, a cliffhanger and you just yeah. want to, it's like that binge watching writing has crept into TV over the last eight years. Yeah. Probably a lot, you know, thanks to do with um, Netflix, which you can have the whole lot at one time and blah, blah, blah. Um yeah, it's definitely changed. Well, uh, to add another little curve to that, I, I did watch the first episode also of Sopranos. Okay. And I used to fast forward um, after like the sort of halfway through the first season, pretty much every time he sat down with the therapist. Yeah. This time, I, I, and I've seen that, like him with a the therapist, as I said, for the first half of the season. There's a reason why I fast forwarded. This time, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, you're into it because you knew what you, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but having said that, Sopranos will be another interesting one because it won't have that kind of binge writing to it. It was just before that, I think. I think Certainly yeah. the first couple of seasons. Well, I think that I'm going to choose Sopranos over The Wire to continue yeah, okay. on. I don't want to keep going between them both. So you're going nostalgic. Yeah, for my TV yeah. at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have just started uh, 13 Reasons Why Season 2. Obviously, that was an important season of television for my family and I. Uh, having two teenagers, yeah. we watched it together and it was quite, uh, made quite a noise, which we know around the world and uh, for hopefully for all the right reasons, I think. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a TV show that my daughters and I watched together and then we talked about it after the episodes. What's and it about? I haven't seen it. It's about um, teen suicide. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, look, I think it's um, something that maybe you should watch – one time with your boys when they're, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, 17. I don't know what the right appropriate age is. Yeah. But um, probably you should watch it first, maybe, yourself. Yeah. It's, look, it's very um, – it's kind of like Edge of, edge of 17 but even an, another level down – like not down, another um, heavier level. Okay. Uh, and But it's great. It's really, really good. Yeah. It's really intriguing. And anyway, so season two is out now. Um, I'm sure every teenager on – in the world has pretty much watched the whole thing in the weekend, <laughs> you know. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying it again, same characters and, and yeah. same thing. And But uh, it's handling very heavy teen issues of today, bullying, suicide, drugs, sex, everything that teenagers have to put up with in their little bubble these these days. Yeah. Um, it handles all of, all of that and, and it doesn't hold back. And I like that. It even comes up with, uh, you know, viewer um, warning. Discretion. Yeah, discretion at yeah. the start and... Yeah, maybe watch it with your parents and those kind of things, you know, which is uh, yeah. which is good. Yeah, I don't. I I kind of want to watch it, but I because I've heard it, it's quite heavy. Yeah, I 
I don't know if I need that myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last couple of episodes are really quite heavy, and I found myself, and and I was quite, quite upset by it. So you know, I'm sure like a teenager would even go to the yeah. next level, or you know, anyone who suffers from depression um, would. You know, do you, do you, you cry? Be, yeah, like, is you can. You, yeah, yeah, definitely. Or do you just feel like uh, downtrodden at the end of it? Like, you just um, that, no, no, no. There is not... a there is a silver lining, <laughs> oh, okay. kind of. Um, but no, you feel upset and sad. But but oh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, without okay. getting upset myself right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> is there anything else you want to say about that? No, one? no. Well, I saw the Greatest Sherman. Right. I just thought, let's, let's go straight back up to sort of... Yeah, happy... <laughs> the the uh, Hugh Jackman three-peat. This is me. Because, um, yeah. you know, I've heard that song Singing, everywhere. dancing, acting. Uh, and all the other songs I've heard, yeah. I've heard them everywhere and I was just sick of hearing about it. Well, there's a problem. So... <laughs> Going I into it. When I had to go and watch it, of course. So I grabbed it on Blu-ray. Did you watch it by yourself? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was it was fine. Yeah, it's good. I liked Moulin Rouge. Yeah, better. But you would have seen for... Moulin Rouge at the cinema, yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. It is a theatrical um, film for me. Yeah, mm. and I I I, I understand mm. that. Atmosphere. Um, and... I felt that the music, possibly uh, in this film, was better for two songs. Okay. I just didn't get gripped by the rest of it, the okay. other the other songs. I felt yeah. like they put so much effort into two. The other ones just yeah. Whereas a lot of other musicals I like, you generally like the whole soundtrack. Mm. But maybe you guys are different. Oh, I look. I like most of the songs in there. I think well, not all, but most. Um, and I I had just heard them really for the first time when I first saw it, except for This Is Me. They had just been released, and oh, okay, I heard yeah. a little bit of that. Um, no, it was still pretty magical for me. Uh, you know, look. The film and the story itself is, yeah, okay, cool. But I'm there just to watch a spectacle of dance and music. Yeah. That's what I want out of it and that's what I got. I could pick holes out of the story big time, sure. you know, but I, I don't care That's what I'm saying. That. It was just fine because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to review it like, like it's, I'm going to say a serious film. It's, it yeah, is a serious don't film. Don't care, yeah. <laughs> but exactly, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to be arty about this one. Not um, at all. It's, it's just a good, for... enjoyable ride. What I enjoyed though is that the, the younger audience and YA audience got, really got into the film as well. Yeah. I kind of like that because it should play more to adults and even yeah. elderly adults, like seniors. Yeah, and it's still bringing people back to the cinema yeah. today. And I don't know how long, it's like two months on. They're, they're showing at least one mm. um, session per yeah, week, it's, if not it's more. well over 30 million. And, it, and it's box. all about singing. They have sing-alongs. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So any film that can promote going back to the theatres yeah. is great. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I, look, I'm very happy for the team behind it, really, that it has been a success for them. And Hugh Jackman. I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who, doesn't, who doesn't love Hugh Jackman, really? Um, I'll trade you for uh, Iron Man 1, 2 and 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically my youngest daughter and I have been at home for the last couple of nights together and we've been quite busy doing outside work, her yeah, with yeah. HSE and myself with other work, right? So I just said to her, hey, you know, let's pick a little trilogy or a TV show or something we just watched together that we've seen. So we just kind of not have it in the background, but watch it, but be doing kind of other things as well. Anyway, we come up with Iron Man. And I'm like, yeah, great, because I'm ready to watch that, especially with after Avengers. Did you Avengers come up with Iron Man? 
Did she come up with Iron Man? I suggested, I think, yeah. and and she and was she very said, happy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever, Dad. <laughs> cool. Let's watch it. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. No, no, no. We did. We came up with a mutual decision, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and we watched that. We watched Monday night was Iron Man one. Tuesday night was Iron Man two. And you'll never guess. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday night was to wrap up the trilogy. Iron Man three. Three. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 You're onto it. Well yeah. Um, yeah, and look, you know, just great. Iron Man 1 is a great film. I'm glad I had it up in, you know, how we ranked our top 20 not long ago yeah. of Marvel MCU. I'm glad I had Iron Man 1 where it was because it deserves to be there. It's a great origin story. Iron Man 2, I remember messing with a little bit at the time, but I actually still don't mind it. It has holes here and there. It's not as good as 1, but there's parts of that movie that are great. Iron Man 3, I remember walking out very excited um, and it's still a pacey modern watch. Yes. With grey effects and all that. But some of the story is a little bit um, hard to swallow. And I only, I saw that, and this is my third time now. Yeah. I'm starting to see that more and more the more I watch it. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I mean, that's just a little thing. As a trilogy, and this is a top five thing we should do, uh, my top five. Yeah. We should do a my top five of the greatest trilogies of all time. Because that's got to be up there. Because all three films are pretty solid, which is always difficult to do. There's always one... A police Academy's in that. Like if you go through to seven, is that part of the trilogy? Or well, no, we have, have to have later. rules, man. We have to have rules. Okay. Oh, hang on. No, it's my top five. You do what you want. <laughs> uh, no, no. I think it's got to be just a trilogy, I think. Or I don't know. Anyway, that's another... We'll work on that, That's yeah. another day. All right. Um, all right. Well, I watched uh, I, Tonya. Yes, yes, I knew you'd yeah. watch this and I was very excited. Yeah, I so, you know, film. things that I've missed uh, at the cinema yeah. and I just wanted to catch up on on Blu-ray. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It's a darkly little comic yep. piece, It's kind of it? like a darkly, and it's funny, it's weird I'm going to say this because I thought of it then. It's like a darkly comic cousin mm-hmm. to um, uh, three billboards outside... Yeah, very similar tones. No, even though they right. are very similar, yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, I mean, this is, I mean, Ebbing, uh, Three Billboards has a, a, another kind of level that's quite serious. Yes, yeah, yeah. I guess this has too. I, I kind of feel like the characters though, yeah. you could have just put them quirky. into yep. Three Billboards and they would have fit quirky. in just yeah. well. You know? Yeah, that's I agree. And that's why I enjoyed it. So you guys would have seen I, Tonya, I guess, before... I did. Three I literally boards. watched them back to back, as in a couple of days apart from each other. I watched I Tonya first. Yeah. Then that week we watched uh, Three Billboards. Yeah. And loved them both. Yeah. So I got, I really enjoyed it. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. What's her face? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Margot. Are you talking about Margot? Margot. <laughs> Our yeah. Margot. The reason why is because you know when you you. So you, the names are not right there. So you picture the face, yeah. and then you want to say it. You said Harley. You Quinn, picture yeah. her face, and I, I, I see Tonya mm. Harding. Yeah, right. Yeah, she was that good. She was <laughs> yeah. that good. She was that good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, um, now, obviously, I've seen. <laughs> what about? And the mum with the oh, bird yeah. on her shoulder, eating out of her mouth. <laughs> Sorry, not not eating yeah. out of her mouth, like chipping into her neck and things Alice like and that. Jenny, yeah. She was brilliant. She was amazing. Well, she got nominated. Yeah, and she won. Sorry, she won, she won the so. award. Yeah, so I love were. halfway through that film where she turns around. You know how it's kind of doing that fourth wall documentary questioning as well. Yeah, it's a it's a mixed bag film. It really, it really is. is yeah. But it works. It all just kind of works. 
And halfway through the film, you haven't seen her for like 20 minutes and she comes back in going, what the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> you haven't been on me for, you know, and it was, yeah. Yeah, it was really A cool. brilliant way to develop your character with that as well. Yeah. You know, showing it, it's about her, not about Tonya. Yes. You know, she's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. great. Awesome. Um, so at the movies, I haven't seen too many movies at the movies, but I have seen um, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, yes, we've both seen Deadpool Yeah, do you want to have a quick chat about that? We probably won't do a big review on this, but um, we can have a little kind of five minutes, huh? Or a couple of minutes. Sure, yeah. Uh, generally, I thought it was uh, good to very good, mm-hmm. is my feel. Uh, I laughed quite a lot, but not as out loud as I did in the first one, where I was absolutely losing my shit. Um, it's, look, to me, it's actually... Very much a retread of the first one. It really does follow the same beats, same tone. Yes. Maybe the action's probably slightly better. Yeah. Uh, choreographed a little bit better. It's probably to do with David Leach, the director. But all in all, I still enjoyed this movie. I need to probably go watch it again. But it isn't Deadpool 1 Yeah. overall. Sure. Uh, I got exactly what I wanted out of the film. Yeah. Um, except that, you know, we've seen so many films. Yet my expectation still was, it's going to be funnier. Yeah. But it was exactly what you said, a retread. Yes. Um, which is not a negative thing. No, it's not. It, it, it's You want more of the same. Yeah. And guess what? You, that's what you got. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I texted you after, I know, and I said, I got my first laugh in the credits. Yeah. See, that was a problem after for me. Film. That doesn't seem right because, and that's you. I'm, I'm not saying you're sure. what you said. But that to me means it didn't deliver for you because yeah. I had – Plenty First of laugh giggles. out loud, by the yeah, way. Yeah, okay. I had yeah. like a smirk on my face for most of the film. Yeah. Had a few good laughs and yeah, and I lost it in the mid-credit sure. sequence yeah, yeah, yeah. because I think everyone did and that was so arguably good. the best <laughs> scene ever. Anyway, we yeah. won't talk about that because that's a spoiler. Yeah. Um, I, I can tell you this because I thought about this and what we've talked about just now. When we walked into Deadpool 1, we kind of didn't know what to expect a little bit. Yeah. So it caught us off guard and we were like, holy shit, this humour is, you know, batshit crazy, uh, fourth wall breaking, zany, yeah. um, you know, pop culture reference, brilliant. And yeah. Ryan Reynolds does it better than anyone. Yeah. So we were laughing out loud at the very opening credits because I think, to be honest, it kind of caught us off guard. I think if this second film had been first, for example, I think we'd have a similar feel. Yes. Because yeah. we've already been there, we know the tone, we have high expectations, it probably didn't have that impact that the first one had because we've already been there again and, yeah. Yeah, Where okay. It's, it's somewhat saturated with all the marketing. and Maybe you loved it more because you went with um, somebody who was your co-host in episode 11. <laughs> How Did do you, you know that? Have um, you been keeping... Because Tabs. I asked you to go to the film. Oh, yeah. I told you. <laughs> and you told me <laughs> yeah. and uh, and said that, you know, during the first film you had a moment or something. Uh, so, therefore, you needed to see this film. No, no. What happened is... Oh, is do I want to know? Well, no, you, you, <laughs> no, you actually don't have a choice. Because what uh, happened is when you went over to the UK for seven years and completely abandoned me... Six and a half, mate. Don't exaggerate. It was Come seven. On. In my eyes, it could have been ten, right? <laughs> you completely abandoned me... <laughs> Dickie and I became best friends and we had moments. And I'm so sorry, Alison Janney. <laughs> one of those moments was Deadpool 1. <laughs> and you weren't there. You were in freaking on the other side of the world. I was. So naturally when number two comes out, what do you want me to do? 
I'm telling you, reach out to the person who was there for me when Deadpool 1 came out. <laughs> Speaking of the other side of the world, <laughs> did you watch The Royal Wedding? Ah, uh, um, do you know what? Uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> I, know, and I know this. This is what I love about it because yeah. before, even five minutes before it started happening. I'm carrying on. You're, yeah, carrying on, mate. Yeah. Just, yeah. I was carrying on. on. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Who the frig would watch this <laughs> yeah. shit? And then you start sending me texts. And, you're going, oh, and Tom I'm like, Hardy's he's there. actually watching this. <laughs> oh, she looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I, uh, I just, I was with my youngest daughter again. We're home alone a lot because the other two are out. And uh, I was we're watching something else. I was watching She's the Man. Yeah. Great film. Great film. Awesome film for the 18th time. And I thought, oh, I'll just pause it for a second. I'll just sneak over and have a quick look. <laughs> I just want to see what she's wearing. Yeah, I yeah. just want to see what she looks like, right? Like every human on the planet. Um, that's really the only reason why we're watching it, right? Unless you are from the UK and you appreciate the... You know, other things about the, yeah. that tradition, traditional wedding. So I, I turned over and, yeah, maybe I was on there for a good 27 minutes before I thought that's enough. I've seen her. Yeah. Um, do, yeah. do you know what? Like, because I, I wasn't excited to watch it. I wanted to watch it. I wasn't excited to watch it. But you're a bit of a royalist, are you? No, not at all. Oh, you're not. I hate the whole system. Oh, okay. Um, but. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> exactly. Why would you even suggest that? Um, but I can appreciate uh, the the sort of the pomp, the pomp of it all. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I've lived, as you said, I lived yes. over there for yeah. arguably seven years. And, uh, yeah. and so I told you it was seven I, years. I said arguably <laughs> seven years. Yeah. Six and a half. But, uh, it was seven. <laughs> anyway, I was over there and I, I worked in a, a place where princes, uh, yeah. and uh, certainly no Queens, um, <laughs> of the Royal kind, uh, worked. It was a boys school. But certainly people of that class uh, went to school. So I got to understand it a little bit First more. First hand, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it was funny. I kind of missed, missed it. So I wanted to watch this because it was a part of my life I know that I may not ever be around again. Mm, mm. Um, and also uh, I knew that with all the shenanigans that's been going on with obviously Meghan Markle and a family and, and just Harry because who he is, Yeah, this is going to be kind of fun something's gonna happen yeah you were expecting a car crash somewhere along I, the line i wanted or? to watch it yeah. yeah and there were this is the only wedding I, i'm actually thinking of watching again <laughs> yeah because the the reaction of different faces all the way throughout it's just hilarious mm. like i laughed more in this than solo and deadpool 2 and whatnot <laughs> i laughed more in it like just out loud uh ryan hoffman i think his name is from um suits the um lewis lit oh yes yeah i saw that one yeah, yeah man like yeah. He, he had some hilarious yeah. ones and yeah. he came out on twitter later on talking about how he, there was someone around him who had um heliotosis bad yeah. breath basically yeah yeah and he, he just couldn't get away <laughs> from it so he was making faces he just yeah it could become like a eurovision <laughs> yeah, where you sit down with some mates and a couple of beers and pizza and just have a giggle, a giggle. Speaking yeah. of which, Eurovision, that was that also happened as well. Yeah, I missed it this time. It's just too. We came twentieth in Eurovision. I don't yeah. know how that even works, Australia. But it's anyway, right. we're in. Happy it's days. Fun. Well done, Jessica. We watch it. Like we've always yeah. watched it when Australia weren't in it. So yeah. uh, why, why not? Uh, anyway, Royal Wedding. If you haven't seen it, watch a highlights package because there are some actually funny moments in it, and. The last, uh, once they're married and a ride around the streets, mm -hmm. um, takes about 20 minutes. The, the cavalry that follow them look, is amazing. You know, 
it's like if you're a Game of Thrones fan, this is real life Game of Thrones yeah. people, you know, contemporary poncing yeah. around, all in their you know one point three million dollar cars, yeah, and stuff. So watch it. Yeah. Hey, uh, have, did you see the um, speaking of movies? Because we can bring it back to a movie. Did you see the comparison to Meghan Markle's dress and the two thousand and one? Um, a film of Wedding Planner starring uh, Jennifer no, Lopez. I that, no. Have you seen that? Uh, the Wedding Planner, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen so it, yeah. they've compared the dresses, and they're almost identical. Oh right. Yeah, like I don't know whether she was inspired by that or whatever, or it just happened to be. Well, it was made by obviously someone in Paris or something. Mm. Like that or, anyway, anyway, I'm sure of that. <laughs> That's beyond my knowledge yeah. of where dresses are made. Yeah. Oh, um, quickly. Yeah, sure. You texted me saying, hey, man, Whatever It Takes, starring yeah. one James Franco, is on uh, Netflix. X- Xbox, Netflix. <laughs> uh, so I watched it that night. Yes. With my wife. Um, I watched it the night before. Yeah. Yeah. and Because we're only talking about it on the podcast, like literally like episode 15 or 16. Yeah. And we're always having wings about how hard it is to get. And clearly Netflix listened. And, oh, we'll just <laughs> put it on there. Yeah, yeah. We'll just put it on there, guys. Don't worry about it. And it was it was just nice to be in that period's um, teenage films. I miss really good teenage. Oh, so movies. do I. I love them. And do you know what? This film isn't Ten Things I Had About You or Clueless or um, She's All That. No. However, it's still pretty bloody good. It's it's one of those direct to um, DVD or home entertainment types that really was a breakout it delivered yeah I, I thought it was great i still had some really good laughs actually yeah. some really i actually had a couple of laugh out loud, loud and franco comes across really sleazy yeah, i forgot yeah, about yeah. how sleazy he was yeah. in this sort of like, that was one of his first breakout roles too definitely and look very quickly if you haven't seen it you you, you should um mm. but you know take on it is was made in sort of uh what, 2001 or three or somewhere around there yeah. um but uh you know, it's the ner- it's a standard story. The nerdy guy really loves the really good-looking um, girl at the school. Yeah. The good-looking girl has a cousin who's a really good-looking guy, and then uh, that good-looking guy wants to go out with the nerdy friends. Uh, nerdy. The problem with all of this, as my wife pointed out, is that they're all good-looking. There's no like putting glasses on to pretend they're Clark Kent and not <laughs> Superman or anything like that. Like. They're all good looking. All they did for the nerdy guy was um, Jushi's hair at the front, mm. the bangs, if and, you will. And in, he um, talked about thing. pop culture stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was a downfall for the film, but it plays out really well. There are lots of laughs. And again, you feel comfortable. <laughs> I like Hello. that one. <laughs> cool. Well, that's me for films and TV, really. All right. Well, I'll finish off. Okay. Uh, Den of Thieves. Mm-hmm. I watched that. If you haven't, have you seen it? No. Okay. I believe it's Inside Man Meets Heat. Okay. And I recommend watching it. Jared Butler and 50 Cent. Is that uh, right? Yeah, 50 yeah. Cent. Yep. Um, so uh, definitely get into to watch mm, this movie. I don't know. I'm not really into that kind of genre. I don't, understand, I don't understand what genre, a good genre. And I just like it. It's seems not, like it's a, not mindless a mindless action, action film. <laughs> this is why I said it yeah. is Inside Man. I love Inside Man. Meets Heat. I love heat. That's what I'm telling you. It's like I watch it because I like the mindless action, but it's not a mindless action. Okay. It's nothing near a mindless action. Okay. 
And if you came away from this film saying it's a mindless action, I knew that you'd, you'd be poking me just to get a reaction. <laughs> like, I, that, that's how much I know. That's how confident you now, are. Now, look, the film, is it the greatest in the world? No, of course it's not. Oh, here we go. He's, he's the uh, TNC, he's the but fine print. it gives you those feelings of Ocean's Eleven and things like yeah. that. Um, but on, as I said, I'm not saying that it's like Ocean's Eleven. Hmm. It just tries to unravel a little bit like that, but it's closer to Inside Man and Heat. Okay, cool. All right. Well, when it's when it's on streaming service, and I'm sick one day, oh, when it's raining, I'll watch it. No, no, I'm being serious. I know, I know you are. That's why I went. Oh, I will. I'll watch it. I want you to watch it tonight. But I'm not going to watch <laughs> it tonight. I just stuff to do. Um, my local uh, video store is closing down. Yes, I heard about this. Uh, which is upsetting. So, uh, look, I'm not going to dwell on it for too long. Obviously, of course, they're closing down. Um, and I'm going to find out why they're closing down, even though it probably seems obvious. But I want to find out exactly why. Because I know that there's something in the in the, the wind here. Okay. There's, you think there's more than meets yeah, the eye? Yeah, I overheard the owner talking about something. So, I'm going to go and... Okay. Well, this is him. like one of the last video stores on the coast. That's right. The last video store standing. It would be pretty close, There's, you know. there's one at Erina. Uh-huh. Um uh, which is kind of a 7-Eleven slash Civic video store. Okay. It's kind of like a blockbuster. Um, anyway, I'm not going to go up there. That's it. That's it for me. I'm done. Like, you know. But we can't, you can't go up there one time and say, hey, listen, before you shut the shop, can we host a podcast in there? Oh, no, no, of course. Oh, is in the, my local? Yeah, local. Uh, they'll probably, they'll be done by then. I think okay. they'll be out by the end of this okay. week. Um, but anyway, we could still do it at this other store. Uh, we're going to do our um, video store uh, special which is going to be amazing. We just need to put a bit of effort into contacting all of our... Yeah, we need some old school <laughs> contacts. and yeah. So it doesn't have to be a video store then. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, and last, lastly, I really like you watch a, uh, a TV show. It's about them taking everything away from you in your house. Everything. Your clothes, so you're naked. Everything in your house. They just leave the house there. Okay. But then every day... You're allowed to go out to your little storage thing and take one thing back. Okay. That's it. What's it called? One thing back. It's called Stripping Down. Yeah. Yeah. Is Do it, it HBO or? Uh, I don't know if it's HBO. It's, it's, you know, it's, on, um, it's not on Netflix or anything like that. It was just something that I came across. I, I've watched one episode. I came across on um, like Arena or something like that. Okay. It's out there. Just look up Stripping Down uh, wherever you are in the world and have a look for it. Okay. It'll be on one of those throwaway shopping Is channels. It, um, that's not an Australian program. It's not an Australian program. English or American? Uh, it's an American program. Okay. Um, and uh, it's just very interesting as to what you would choose. What's important to you in life? That's the main part of the story. Okay. What's important to you in life? Because <clears throat> you've obviously got to prioritise your, uh, your assets and... Yeah. Well, do you so want to put underwear on things, or do yeah. you want to walk around on uh, holding your privates mm. the whole time? Yeah. Does that matter to you or do you care about food more? Than, than that yeah do you care if you're a teenager do you care about your phone and access more than you care about mm. putting your underwear on or food yeah I like it that sort of thing yeah ask some good questions anyway that is me well we, we also saw Solo a Star Wars story which we'll do a uh, a separate review on yes yeah yeah we'll do a separate review and we'll pop that out okay but that's it for this section we are moving on to news it happens. That was one of the best head shakes of all time.
news, it happens. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got for news? Well, we've got our first picture of uh, Shazam out of a uh, a movie con in America. Uh, so Zach Levi, who plays Shazam, Chuck, got him- Chuck, 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 Chuck. Yep, <laughs> from Chuck. Uh, we got his first look in uh, suited up, basically. So it looks very much like the um, the comic, and it looks fun. Like it already looks. Uh, light-hearted. He's sitting there sipping a Slurpee, basically. Okay. You know. So he's playing Chuck. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> which is probably why he's been cast. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind if this was a full-feature Chuck. Happy days with superhero stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Definitely. <laughs> um, next one i got for you is uh, more casting news on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So this time we have oh, been yeah. secure... Timothy Elephant, as uh, he's been cast in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is that uh, Tarantino film? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And who else have who, they got already? So they've already locked in Leo. They've locked in um, Samuel L. Jackson. They've locked in Margot Robbie. Yes. They've locked in Brad Pitt. Now they've locked in Timothy Elephant. That's huge. And I, yeah. I love him. So do I. So um, Timothy is from uh, currently in um, Santa Clarita Diet and he is – yeah. Off the wall, excellent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My wife is watching that. Yeah, all oh, right. Yeah, is she and, uh, it? yeah, she's really into it. Yeah, and, I love, and, I love and she it. said he, like, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Still not enough to make me watch that movie. Uh, that's a TV show, though. Okay. Um, he was also in uh, what was he, his other big one? Um, Justified, TV show. Yes. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of my favorite uh, TV shows. <laughs> he's yeah. also in uh, one of my one of my top fifty movies of all time. Uh, Scream 2? The Girl Next Door. Oh, yes. Yeah, Emil I, mean, Hirsch. I had to go back into my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he plays the kind of like domineering yeah. friend, pimp, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's accessible and lovable as well as being a complete prick. Yes. Plays it very, very, very well. Yeah. yeah. That's where I first, I believe I first saw him. Then he went on to do other things, but... Yeah, I think Scream yeah. 2 for me, unless that was after. Anyway, I can't quite recall. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, he's in – so that cast cool. is really shaping up. And I've got a feeling he might be playing Mar- um, Marilyn Man- – I was about to say Marilyn Manson, um, Charles Manson. Yeah, cool. They just need Michael Shannon in a police Something, thing. Just, anything. Just to lock it off, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Michael Madsen's in there, Tim Roth is in there. All his usual stuff, uh, QT yeah. cast are coming back. You know, just playing little bit characters here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, yeah, I, I just can't contain myself, to be honest. Um, hey, chap, uh, casting for Chapter 2, It, Chapter 2, Stephen King's It, yes. Chapter 2, is pretty much wrapped up now. Pretty much. Who we got? Yeah. So we have a couple of big guys in Jessica Chastain playing uh, Beverly Marsh. Yep. Awesome. We know that it's perfect casting. Um, James McAvoy is locked in to play uh, Bill. He's a main, main yep. uh, fella. Good, yeah. Bill Hatter is in, um, or Hater, however you pronounce it. Hater. He's, um, he's been cast to play Richie. Yeah, he's a comedian, SNL, that sort of stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So comic relief in both, both ways, yep. Um, James Ranson, who's in Sinister, he's kind of a smaller act, um, not as well known, sorry. Uh, he'll be playing Eddie. Um, Andy Bean, who is a newcomer, um, will be playing Stanley. And today it was announced that Jay Ryan, who's a New Zealander, uh, up-and-coming actor, will be, play- be playing the adult Ben, who's the guy who was, um, uh, the, you know, was messed with. He was teased because of his weight. 
Oh right, but in the in the book, as an adult, he's he's a good-looking, d- thin dude. Oh know, right, yeah. He gets his shit so he's, together. He's basically done the Central Intelligence uh, film, The Rock. Yeah, playing Bobby Weirdick. Yes, and it comes back as Bob Stone. Yes, or the real life Jerry uh, Jerry O'Connell from Stand By Me to acting. Life imitates art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's chapter two. It's chapter two, pretty much ready to go now. So I think, um, yeah, I think they've already started filming and that's, oh, I can't wait for that. That'll be huge. One that's interesting, intriguing to me is uh, Six Billion Dollar Man. So yeah, this is. Um, what's happening here? Yeah. I've been hearing noise, but. So Mark Wahlberg, it's been a Mark Wahlberg project for many years, actually. It's been like a little passion thing that he's yeah. going, this is my <laughs> From the baby. six million dollar man to the six billion dollar yeah, man. Yeah, he's actually increased a billion dollars just <laughs> in the time that it's taken, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the original TV show was six million dollar man and in t- t- 2018 we're six billion dollar man. Yeah. Um, so it was only announced uh, a couple of days ago that the release dates moved from May 2019 to June 2020. So we have to wait another year again, uh, and that's probably mostly because they lost their director. Yes. Um, Do we know recently. why? I don't know why. No. no. But uh, have so, they spoken about who they want now? Or? No. Well, they're looking for a new director. So, you know, that's not always a bad thing. If you lose a director, you know, I mean, Ant-Man worked out really well yeah. um, after losing a director. So, yeah, and there's plenty of those examples and maybe even Solo or Star Wars Story is one of those. Sure. But, um, yeah, anyway, so... I heard uh, a little bit of news around Mel Gibson possibly directing if he gets a, if he gets a role in it as well. Right, okay. That, that was very just, yeah. you know, sort of noise Throw again. Around. As I said, I've yeah. heard noise, lots of noise. Uh, the other one that, um, you actually pointed me to was, uh, Netflix is anteing up their, uh, movie budget again and outdoing, uh, Bright, which yeah. was their $95 million vehicle starring Will Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been announced that, uh, Ryan Reynolds will star in a Michael Bay directed $150 million thriller yeah. in, uh, titled Six Underground. <laughs> and if anyone's a fan of, um... Uh, is it Star Wars? I <laughs> know oh, Star Wars, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. South Park. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you speak Michael Bay. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 That's how you speak Michael Bay. It just Bay. looks so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Well, no, this is exciting. I mean, um, I, I, you know, I'm watching it. Love Ryan Reynolds. I like Michael Bay when he's not doing Transformers. And uh, the other thing too is it's produced by Skydance, so um, they yeah. did um, Altered Carbon. Right, yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw most TV of that. Show. And yeah, I need to get back to it. It's awesome, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, kind of exciting. That's all I've got for um, news. It happens. Oh well, you know, I can I add a couple here. Oh, sorry, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can contribute. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a couple of people passed away. Oh, yeah. Margot Kidder. I need to get my... um, Lois Lane of... um, Ukulele out to play some... uh, Yeah. 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 Superman fame. Yeah. Uh, Mm. I'm sure she acted in other things, you know. I don't like to delve into these things too much, but uh, she passed away. Good old age of uh, 69. When you do news that happen, Sean, you need to have your, uh, you know, information behind you. You can't just... (laughs) This is why this is your section. You need to do your research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you Um, want to contribute, you need to... uh, (laughs) Um, speaking of research, Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> was cancelled. Uh, and it then... 24 hours or something. Yeah, for 24 hours and then and then brought back again by NBC. I know. Uh, for one more season, I believe. Right. And then see what happens. Yeah. 
But I, I guess uh, Netflix did that with Arrested Development and they're now doing their fifth – they've just released their fifth season. No, they're just releasing their fifth season in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, wow, wonderful. You know what I mean? So they've picked up two seasons now so yeah. you don't know what will happen what will and happen, hopefully yeah. the fans will rally behind as they did when they heard everyone's yeah. like lost their shit. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Because I, I know most people that I watch – generally watch, sorry, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's – quite funny i know you're you're not so much into it but oh no no i am oh you are oh, okay no, no, i love it i oh, love good. it yeah it's just it's just such Sorry. an easy watch <laughs> i just it was it's a very funny popular show yeah that's why i obviously thought you weren't into that right yeah is that a black eye that i see um, you're uh, supporting right now yeah yeah on your right eye i was i was mouthing off to my child and <laughs> <laughs> he had butter no, i think i'm i think i'm up to season three of uh, brooklyn oh yeah. cool yeah uh, so I'll go back to my previous statement then. Um, oh my gosh. Then Bill Gold. Who's Bill Gold, you ask? Well, he's the guy who uh, created posters for such iconic films as Clockwork Orange, Space Odyssey. Oh, posters. I thought you said posters. posters. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> because, you know, back in the day when there was no internet, mm. one of the ways you had to convey what was going on in was a film <laughs> before it became just putting nine people on a poster mm. and putting the writing over their face because no one cares, <laughs> um, you had to actually try and convey the, the film in one in piece this, of art. Yeah, well, I mean, where did you see trailers? Maybe on television if you were there when it was on. Yeah, or the cinema. Or yeah. the cinema. Yeah, yeah. So you had to put it in a piece of art. Yeah. Um, so this guy did Cockroach Orange, and in fact, he did most of Clint Eastwood's films. Right, okay. Um, four of his posters were part of um, Academy Award winning films. Now, you know, not that his film may, you know, created that, but yeah. still, it showed you that he was in the high quality of creating films. Anyway, he passed away. There we go. No more good posters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that art has been lost a little bit, hasn't it, now that you think of it? Yeah, yeah look, I'm being harsh and, yeah, and yeah. funny because there are some great posters out there still yeah. uh, and funny. And, and Deadpool 2 is just a great example of the different types of posters that they yeah, have. Yeah, that's having too much fun, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get back yeah. to your job. Every time you see them settle down. <laughs> but that's news. It happens. So we're going to move on to, hey, that's in my top five. Hey, that's in my top five. What are we doing this week? This week, because of Solo, Hans Solo. Han. I think you'll find us Han, <laughs> Han Solo. Uh, we are going to do spin-off films. What's a yes. spin-off film, Jason? It's kind of like a standalone film that is um, uh, being part of like a smaller character or storyline of a larger franchise that they then um, make its own film of. Yeah. So if, what's a good example that I won't be in my top five might be something like um, – I'm trying to think of one that will definitely – oh, here's a good one. Here's an easy one. So <clears throat> so uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the news, Oh, that was in your top five? No, oh, okay, no. good. No, definitely yeah, not. Thank God. <laughs> so Bruce Almighty, Jim Carrey, uh, you had the newsreader who was played by Steve Carell yeah. in probably the arguably the most funny – one of the <laughs> – 
Yeah, that one. You need to see my face to get that, otherwise it's probably going to sound weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it was when uh, Jim Carrey was controlling Steve Carell's voice in, as a newsreader. Uh, probably one of the funnier moments in um, in Bruce yeah, Almighty, yeah, but definitely. the whole film was great. Yeah. So then they decided to, let's make a whole movie uh, called Evan Almighty. So it is like a kind of a sequel, but it's not the same character. It's a different character from the original, uh, and they made the whole film out of that cost $175 million and it was absolutely shit. That's a great example of spin-offs <laughs> or standalones. Now, the, the problem is... And how with this dangerous is, they can be. I know, right? Because uh, I went through a couple of... I had a pre-thought about this and, man, there is not too many. My top five is hard because... It is. My number one's still probably going to be a fairly average film. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not one that stands out that goes, oh, that is brilliant. Now... Actually, there's one. Okay, well, that's fine. Oh, and... and do we do we include um, Hans or Solo in this top five, or do we? I think we leave that out so just because it's so fresh. Yeah, yes. and it's easy to be number two or three or one or whatever. I think we just leave that out. Um, we can agree that it would be in our top five somewhere if we were going to include it. Yeah, probably. But we're going to look at films because it's yeah, yeah. Okay, and good. there's also a fine line between spin-offs and standalones, and what you could argue, arguably say, well, that's a prequel or that's a sequel. Uh, or that's an equal. You know what no, I mean? I said they're all still spin-offs, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So um, oh, let's not get too hung up on that. Yeah. I just think it has to have a different kind of story or character line than the original franchise. Um, for example, Fast and the Furious is having their own spin-off with The Rock and Jason Statham's character. Yeah. You know. Well, they have to because the Vin Diesel and The Rock won't work together. Uh, yeah, so they're right. sort of enforced <laughs> spin-off. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, um, you want to do some um, honourable mentions? I'll go five, three, two, one. Yeah, that's, that's I, I can't even count. Five, four, three, two, one. I yeah, yeah. that's fine. There. I knew what yeah. you meant, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. There uh, are some shockers, by the way. And I want to in the honourable mentions. My honourable mention list will be actually full of shockers because we got to we got to air them. No, no, definitely. Yeah, that's fine. Now, look, I, I've tried to stay to the ones that I'm kind of proud of mentioning. I, I don't mind a lot of these films. Yep. So. Um, Let's go. Usually we go five, four, three, two, one. Let's go five, five, four, four, two, okay. two. Yeah, sure. That's. Oh, I missed. Uh, I tried to miss three for you, and you missed it. You really can't count. <laughs> anyway, what? what happened? Number five. <laughs> number five. And I'm sorry if you've again. We're gonna have the same list, right? You almost have kind to, of. don't you? So I'm sorry if I uh, get in your way. Five Creed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that it was uh, a, a really nice nod to the Rocky franchise, um, obviously playing off Apollo Creed's son. Um, and, you know, he wants to follow the footsteps of his father. Yes. Oh, look, I thought, Essentially. I thought it was actually a brilliant spin-off. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. you might. It might be higher. I know. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you had to cut me off on the knees, didn't you? Uh, what do you got? What do you got at five? Um, some of these, are, as I said, you some are a bit weird for spinoffs, but um, my number five would be probably Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Star Wars, Star Wars story is a first spinoff or standalone for Star Wars outside of the um, the uh, original saga. Quote, um, Trilogy yeah. Nine, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought it was pretty good. Like I, I thought it was just really good to be in that Star Wars universe without having to tell the usual Luke and Leia story. Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought it was very good actually. Yeah. And it was probably 
very much saved by the last act. You know, yeah. it was it was good, but then it became very good with the last act. Yeah, I've liked all of their spin-offs. You know, yeah. I know people are, are obviously very critical when it comes to a Star Wars story. Um, but as standalone films, I think they're very good. Cool. We watched your number mm. four. So number four, I have US Marshals. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a special film uh, for me because I hadn't seen The Fugitive which is obviously where um, Tommy Lee Jones' character comes from. Uh, and Harrison Ford was in that. And, and Fugitive is a great film. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, now that I've seen it as well, mm. uh, obviously it is. But I happened to be travelling around America when it came out um, on DVD. And at that time, DVD had just started coming out. So this was one of the first few DVDs that I could buy in America. Yeah, right. Um, with okay. the original, yeah, so I, I had it like the paper, paper yes, cover. Yeah, I remember that. At I the remember top. This, yeah, when you brought it back. Yeah. yeah. So I brought that back and, and I, I used to watch that over and over because, you know, I was younger and I couldn't afford many of them. So I watched that over and over again. And obviously Wesley Snipes was in there before all of his tax trouble. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Wesley Snipes can be a very good um, action actor. And he was in this. He played exactly what he needed to be. Yes. A fugitive. Yeah, it just well, I don't think it was as good as the the original, or the yeah, future. Definitely but, not suspenseful or anything yeah. like that. It was kind of like in the realm of where you don't like to watch, which is a, kind of a straight action. Mm. It's not a mindless action. Yeah, it's just a straight action. Yes. Um, my next four will probably be a little bit controversial because they're very much around the superhero genre. You know, okay. so it's going to be, I'm sure there's going to be people out there going, oh, it's not a standalone, it's not a spinoff. Yeah. And maybe they're right, but for me, in my head, it was a spinoff. So it's your top five. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me be the judge. Okay. All right. <laughs> no um, so my next one I'm going to go with will be, um, uh, <laughs> I'm making this up as I go, really, to be honest. My next one I'm going to go with is, is Wonder Woman. Okay. So the reason why this is a spinoff and it's a bit cheeky is because her first appearance was in Batman vs Superman and was definitely a small role, right? Yeah. No, it's true. No, yeah, no she's yeah. part you, of the you've Justice got a technicality. League. technicality. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And then she, from that, she spawned her own film. You know, so I mean, it's a bit cheeky, but I mean, I was I was really struggling to be honest. Yeah. Right. Um, but it, it, it's still. Justified as a spinoff, really, it is. Yeah, um, and they just happened to come back together in Justice League. But yeah, yeah. So I, I thought Wonder Woman was excellent and um, arguably better than the film that she that you know she was originated in in Batman vs Superman. Well, it's, it, I think it's the best DC film to date. To date, yeah. Um, and let's see how Aquaman goes. Yeah. <laughs> so a bit cheeky, but that's my number four. Yeah, good. I like that. That's that's fine. Uh, three. I've also gone superhero with uh, Deadpool. Okay. Yep. Um, you know. So talk to me about Deadpool. Give me your where that comes from. So so that I was just about to say. So it comes from the X Men universe, right? But yes. here are all the arguments. Is does it in the comics? Yes, but in in terms of like on screen, the closest we have really is, um, <laughs> and you can see it in the end credits. Yes. Uh, you know, X Men Origins Wolverine. X Men Yeah. When uh, Ryan Reynolds plays Wade. Yes. Um, in that film. He just happens to go off and do a much better spin-off film 
than the original film it was. Does it make yeah. sense? And look, it, it does, and I, I've actually got it in my in my ensemble as well. But no, I agree. It's he was it was the same actor who played it. Yeah. Same character. Yeah. Just almost a different interpretation of it. Yeah. And it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I'm going to do my own standalone here. So yeah, I think it absolutely qualifies. Yeah. Um, and. Yes, that's a very good choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was and about I, to say something in there. I, I won't. Yeah. yeah. Can't really go into it too much because no. it is spoilers for Deadpool 2. I then went, uh, I'll probably go Creed next. Yeah. So the reason why Creed's so high for me is the film is excellent. It's very, very, very good. That's a different take on, on the whole Rocky saga. But what was so impressive for me is they were up to Rocky 6. They just finished that and we heard about a reboot or not a reboot or a spinoff or a standalone of Creed, uh, which obviously was um, Rocky's nemesis at one stage. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? how can they reinvent this? Come on, guys, you are squeezing so much juice out of something and nothing's left. Yeah. Um, but to my surprise, it wasn't like that at all. It was actually quite a serious, no dramatic one. take on it. And Sly was at his best. And and no one knew how good Michael B. Jordan was going to be. Going to be, yeah. Uh, it was just great. And um, obviously then uh, he goes on to direct a small film that you may have heard called Black Panther. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, th- I think uh, Creed's a great spinoff. One of the best, yeah. Actually worked. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I like that there. My number two <clears throat> is Get Him to the Greek. Yes. Because I really loved Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which yeah, was Yeah, I really love that too. Yeah, and Aldo Snow, um, who is uh, – oh, I'm going to forget his name for a second here. Because um, um. Jonah Hill's in it and <laughs> the English guy. What's his name again? Russell Brand. Brand. <laughs> um, so I always forget his name because he's kind of out of the limelight at the moment. Yes. Because um, he's been obviously uh, away from – Drugs and alcohol and all addictions. Yeah. And he's been on that uh, human path. Yes. That's what he's doing at the moment. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> with that said, I just watched him this morning on the human path, like talking about addiction and things like that. Okay. It's very good. He's, he's very um, eloquent in the mm. way he speaks about things. Very funny. He uh, basically, Jonah Hill is given the job by Puff Daddy <laughs> uh, to bring um, Aldo Snow back to uh, Puff Daddy so he can, you know, record or whatever he has to do. It doesn't really matter because the comedy is all about the travelling. Yes, the journey. Ensues, the journey. And the influence that is uh, Snow. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great film. It's very, very funny. Very, very funny. Yeah, and a great spin-off out of such two small characters in, in yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, so that's why I was number two because I love comedies and if you can do comedy well, then mm. you've got me. My number two will go to Deadpool. Yep. Yep. Which you mentioned is your number three, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. Number three. Yep. Uh, number, Deadpool number one, as we discussed a little bit earlier, is uh, just really broke the trend of superheroes, and I love it. And what a great spin off, if that's what we're going to call it. So, yeah, what a great standalone. And yeah, it could be a good trilogy if they make a third. I'm sure they will. Yeah. They, yeah. You kind of seem like you have, have to, to, right? Yeah. You'd be forced to. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hopefully, uh, oh, yeah, I can't go into it. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, got to catch your spoilers, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. Um, we'll delete that one. <laughs> so my number one. Yes. <clears throat> Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes. And that's all from the Clerks films. Yeah. So obviously the writer-director of all of these films and star of Silent Bob 
is Kevin Smith. Yep. Um, so two characters out of Clerks. Yep. yep. And I've had uh, a really close, as a lot of people do, I find when people tend to love Clerks and Kevin Smith, you know, you, you, you can't help it. It becomes like a friendship with this guy. Mm. Um, well, you know why? Because he's one of us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's open and accessible. Yeah. He's probably one before Twitter and all that sort of stuff. He was one of the first people that was kind of accessible by doing shows. And, and I remember going to the State Theatre in Sydney, Australia. Yes. And uh, I, I, it's funny. I don't remember what film it was. Um, uh, you know. I've got a feeling it could be Jay and Silent Bob. Maybe. I, yeah. I, I can't remember. But he stayed on that stage and I wouldn't call it a Q&A as such. He talked. Yes. And... Well, maybe it was Clerks too, but yeah. Now he has a whole yeah. range of podcasts. Yeah. He's got a whole network of them. Yeah. And uh, anyway. He has respect. very, very loyal fans. Yeah. Now this film. It's so loyal sort of... he can make three shit films in the Canadian Moose trilogy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which he makes fun of himself, yeah, exactly. you know. Um, but, uh, but back to Jay and Bob Strike Back, you know, he's got Will Ferrell in that film as a wildlife agent. And it's just hilarious. I love Will Ferrell a lot as well, so that was funny. Um, then you've got uh, yes. uh, the guy from Dawson's Creek. Yep. Jason Big, the, the pie fucker, as he says all the time. <laughs> hey, pie fucker. Heaps, heaps of Star Wars references. Oh, heaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but all the people that are in there, like you've got... Um, uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, uh, well, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah, he's in there as Cockknocker. Yeah. Uh, you've got all the Star Wars people in there. Uh, uh, she died. I'm gonna call Lois. I'm thinking Margot Kidder and Lois Lane. How can I forget her? You talking about uh, Lois? See, you're, you're <laughs> calling her Lois. <laughs> We're oh having gosh. problems. You're wearing a Star Wars shirt. I'm, wearing, is... uh, I'm very sad when you talk about that. It throws me. It throws me way off. <laughs> oh my god! What's the bikini? Leah. Thank you. What's her name? Uh. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Carrie yeah, Fisher. We, we do a movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do a movie podcast. It's a lot of movies going through our head. Uh, Carrie so, Fisher, is her name? Carrie Fisher yeah. is, is in this film and she plays a nun in a very funny scene. Mm, that's right. Um, but George Carlin is in there and he's very funny himself. Anyway, there's tons and tons of people in this movie. Can I ask, so when was the last time you watched this film? Uh, three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. And still okay? Oh, very happy. Okay, cool, cool. Because I'm happy. ready to watch it. I was just it's, worried that it could age. No, I, I find all of his films, because uh, I've watched I watch a lot of them pretty much every two to three years, mm-hmm. and all of his films stand up for me. Uh, and well, Sorry, when I say all of them, I say the ones that matter to me, and that's yeah, comedies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his comedies are the ones that I, um, you know what, I haven't even watched uh, the Canadian trilogy. The last one I stopped at was Red State, mm. which I thought was a great yeah, film. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and could, I haven't that seen could anything. actually be his best film. Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything since, and... Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, watch it. Jane and Silver Bob Strike Back. It's just, it's kind of like Deadpool in a sense that it's all in jokes yeah. and pop culture of References, that time. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of lot of dick jokes. Sure, but that's he, his wife's in it. Eliza Dishku is in it. Yeah, Scott William yeah. Sean William Scott is in it. Yes. Stop me. Just go on to your number one. <laughs> I uh, well my though. number one is uh, Logan. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So obviously Wolverine spinoff from X-Men, who was a character in X-Men, yada, yada, yada. But it took them, for me, three films of spinoffs or standalones, which is uh, um, X-Men, 
Origins Wolverine yeah. and then the Wolverine and then Logan and they finally got it right because I thought Wolverine was really good. Yeah. It wasn't quite there. The last act was like, come on, you know, yeah. and uh, whereas Logan was just, yeah, brilliant. A bit too plastic fantastic, the other yes. ones, and then this just hit you right down the yeah. cockles they of the They just heart. got it right and they just took the risk and it worked and I'm so, gl- so glad it did. So, you know... Uh, it is a spin-off, it is, you know, it is a spin-off film. So that's my number one. Good, man. Um, I do have a few honourables and a few horribles as well. Sure, do you want to go one-one until I run out because I yeah. don't have that many? Sure, I've only got a couple too. Oh, cool. Uh, I'll do an honourable. Uh, you can do an honourable no, straight ahead. up. My honourable, you probably got this one, and that's uh, This Is 40, which is uh, a spin-off. I don't. I, I saw two, it on there. Yeah, two characters from Knocked Up yep. um, in uh, Paul Rudd. And, uh, yeah, I, like I thought it was great because obviously I was – I am 40. <laughs> yeah. And when I watch this, you can relate to a lot of the humor in there by Judd Apatow, who. Because they've got kids and stuff now. Yeah, and... it sounds like he based it on his kind of family life and uh, it resonated with me. So, yeah, it was, it was a great spin off. And Knocked Up is one of the, you know, maybe not today, but at the time, it was one of the greatest uh, comedies of its time, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, well, I'm going to throw in um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yes, that's a good one. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like any Harry Potter fan would, was just happy to go back to that universe and yep. um, it'll be interesting to see what number two is like. It's funny though because uh, it received through fans, hardcore fans, you know, a bit of a critical view. Like yes. I, I had most people going, oh, Fantastic yeah, yeah. Beasts, you know, whatever. They're kind of like Star Wars fans. You know, or Star Trek fans. It oh, started yeah. to be, but Star Trek has turned out to be quite good with the movies. 100%. Um, I, just to let you know, I did have Jay and Silent Bob, um, uh, just so you don't hate me. Thank you. Um, but the next one worth mentioning is, uh, it is a quasi sequel, but, um, and we've mentioned it on the show before, but I've, I've gone with, um, uh, Color of Money from, uh, from The Hustler. Yeah. Fast Eddie Fel- Fel- Felton? Felton. And, uh, yeah, I, I think Color of Money is a great spin-off quasi sequel yes to the hustler i wonder how that stands up now i'd like to go back and watch that i think it's okay um i think it's all right yep yeah good uh i had um caravan of courage as a horrible or honorable honorable oh really oh man i was at the right age oh okay yeah they released it for a certain um age group and i was in that 100%, 100%, but I reckon it would be unwatchable today. I won't even attempt it. Why, yeah. why would I? I yeah. Do I want to ruin my childhood? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, I've got no other good ones. Oh, no, I've got one other one that's worth an honourable, and that is um, Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa from yeah. um, the Jackass crew spinoff from one of his characters he did in Jackass. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Oh, I yeah, mind yeah. I, I, I wasn't a big fan, but okay. yeah. yep. I, I get it. Yep. Um, and then I had Born Legacy because I didn't mind the Born yeah, Legacy. Legacy was pretty good. So that's when they tried to get away from Jason Bourne. Look, it was okay, but it wasn't Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had uh, Chronicles of Riddick, which was from Pitch Black. These are the horribles? Um, I thought Chronicles was okay. Okay. It was okay, yeah. And now I'm, go- I'm about to enter the horribles. Do you have any more honourables? No, I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm well, done. I'm, I'm done. sort of rushed through these. And yeah, these yeah, are the yeah. horribles that need mentioning because they're so bad. Yeah, do it. Uh, where are we? We'll go Puss in Boots from Shrek. A lot of people rated that as a n- number one. Yeah. I was doing horrible. a lot of research too. I didn't miss out on well, anything. Well, I'm not the demo either, by the way. But Sure. 
this is my demo, and that is uh, Freddy vs. Jason from Friday the 13th <laughs> Nightmare on Street. It's not a great film. They could have done so much better with that. Um, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this one's, this one's a doozy. American Pie Presents oh, Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah. Do you just throw in there any National Lampoon yeah. Presents as well? Yeah. You could actually, um, for, I can't remember, I think it was about $50,000, you could actually have National Lampoon's name on your movie. Yeah. You know, so you could call your movie whatever it is and whack a National Lampoon's on there. That's and insane. You literally pay for the rights. Um Next one's Electra from Daredevil, a spin-off from Daredevil. That was horrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know this was a massive film, but it's horrible, but it's great for the demo, and that is uh, The Minions from Despicable oh, Me. Yeah, yeah. Spin-off from that. Uh, <laughs> and two more. One's Machete. This is interesting, this one. Machete, which was not a bad film, by the way. And this is probably not a horrible. Uh, Machete that was from just the Grindhouse pre-trailering. Yeah. So they That's then spun right. out into yeah. a standalone film. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, the, it's funny, it's not Rodriguez even from the film, it's from the pre-trailer. Of yeah, the pre-trailer of The Grindhouse. A fake pre-trailer. A fake pre-trailer <laughs> that they ended up turning into a film. So that's got to be worth a mention. Yeah. I think that's horrible, not horrible. And the last one is horrible, and that is uh, one of the greatest animated films of all time in Finding Nemo. And then we'll spin that out into uh, Finding Dory. No, thanks. That was horrible. <laughs> It wasn't great. It wasn't great. No, no, it wasn't great. And no. uh, uh, even my children don't can't sit through that film. Yeah, That's how go. bad it is. That's how bad it is, yeah. No, just miss the magic. <laughs> uh, all right, well, next we're going to look at uh, trailers that have come out in the last uh, month in yeah. a new segment we like to call... <laughs> we're in my trailer park. <laughs> Okay, um, Robin Hood, Taron Edgerton, Jamie Dornan, Jamie Foxx, Ben Mendelsohn, Mendo uh, in Robin Hood, uh, another version of it. It looks a little bit swashbuckling, comical. Yeah. it's I'm, I'm not into this, but and I love the cast, but are you? Thumbs up or thumbs down for you? What was the film called again? Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah why not? Okay. Yeah. Ant-Man 2. Yeah, uh, of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the Wasp, yeah. Yeah, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's in it this time. That's yeah. interesting. Directed by the same dude, Peyton Reed. So that's cool. I'm yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, I, I'm thumbs up. Yeah, cool. uh, she's making a bit of a comeback herself, Michelle Pfeiffer. This one's interesting. Shock and awe. Horrible title. Don't know it. Yep. Woody Harrelson, love. Oh. Jessica Biel, thank you. Yep. Tommy Lee Jones, great. Uh-huh. Ja- James Marsden, so really good, solid kind of courtroom war drama oh, cast yeah. Yeah. and uh, genre. Directed by and starring also uh, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner did A Few Good Men yeah. and Stand By Me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thumbs up. Okay. I'm in. I'll give it a go, definitely. Okay. Uh, Mo- Mowgli. Yes. So this is the um, Jungle yeah. Book. I just watched Another this. version of Jungle Book. Yeah. Uh, but the difference is directed by Andy Serkis. Yeah. Who plays Gollum and um, Kong and... Uh, Caesar in yeah. um, uh, uh, um, the Apes <clears throat> films. So, so he knows how to work these types of films. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is his second film after Breathe um, as a director and he has uh, secured the voice talent of Kate Blanchett and Christian Bale and many others. Yes. It looks kind of more, uh, kind of serious, more darker take on The Jungle Book. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thumbs up. 
Uh, I'm definitely thumbs up for the darker version. The trailer okay. looks great. Awesome. Um, I did see a shot of the wolf. Yes. Um, which question marks? Yeah, question marks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I'm open because that why why would everything thing. else look so good? Yeah. And then not that. And I'm thinking that maybe the, that wolf is like supposed to be a really old old wolf that's lost all its hair at the, on its face because it looks like. Um, uh, oh, Rage or one of those shows, those kids shows where the lady and her lips and her eyebrows and everything were painted a certain colour oh, and yeah, she would talk yeah. to the children oh, gosh, with yeah. like a purple screen <laughs> yes. around the face. What you're talking about. Yeah, and that's kind of, it was like a wolf screen yeah. and then someone's face just pressed in going, oh, hello, Mowgli, you know. Yes. Look, <laughs> after the gra- groundbreaking CGI mocap of John Favreau's The Jungle Book, yeah, this has to live up to the the same look and feel. Not same, same. Has yeah. to look as good as the Jungle Book, if not but better. Circus being like the now god of yeah, these mocap, exactly mocap. So right. yeah. anyway, could be all in the the delivery of the film. Yeah. Next one I got for you is Mile Twenty Two, which is uh, Mark Wahlberg, Ronda Rousey. Uh, the this is another Boston Marathon thing? No, but it's directed by Peter Berg. Who did that? It's uh, more of a, just an actioner, but it seems like it might have a bit of smarts. Okay. You haven't seen it? No. no. Okay. Um, it's got a couple other martial arts dudes in it as well. Yeah. So it's got a lot of kind of hand-to-hand combat fighting. Oh, Mark Warburg going back to something like, uh, is it Big Gun? What's the oh, movie? yeah. Um, two Guns or... Big um, Shot. Bla- uh, big John Woo. Yeah, yeah. Short, big... Oh, I can't think of it right now. I love that movie. Yeah. What is that movie called? That was so good. I'll, I'll quickly look it up while, yeah. while you're... Uh... The long shot. The short... The big shot. The big, big shot. The big shot. Is that it? I'll have... I'll, Real you, black comedy. You keep, uh, okay. keep moving on and I'll... One thumbs up for Mile 22. Um, the next one's an easy one. Uh, Escape Plan 2 with Sylvester Stallone and 50 Cent and Dave Batista. So this is a sequel to uh, Escape Plan, which was Sly and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um... Like, like, you know, I didn't mind the first one, actually, for a bit of a brain-dead actioner. But I'm probably thumbs down for this one. I'll probably miss this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see the first one, Escape Plan? Do you know what? I did. And I did see the trailer. I'm just thinking about it. It was a late night mm. <laughs> one last night. I, I'm in. Are you in? So I, I, can, I can handle these. I can handle these types okay, of uh, yeah. disappointments if it comes uh, about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Highly likely. <laughs> what have we got for us? Big shot? I'm still, I'm oh, still, still looking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one I've got for you is a Magnum PI reboot thingy. Uh, so this is a CBS um, production and it stars Jay Hernandez who plays Tom Selleck's role as Magnum P.I., and directed by Justin Lin, who actually directed Fast and the Furious 5 and 6. So by the trailer, the action, the action looks nice and fast and good-looking. Um, yeah, so I just, the only question I've got here is I'm not sure whether it's a telemovie or a TV show. I'm not sure. What's it called? Um, Magnum P.I., the reboot. It'd have to be a TV show. I think I think yeah. it's a TV show. Yeah. It's, a, it's like an extended trailer, so you would think it's a TV show as well. That's CBS as well. I've got it. Sorry. I had my attention away from it. It's called The Big Hit. The Big Hits. I yeah. had Big Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great, that film. If you haven't great. seen a Big Hit anywhere yeah. out there, this would be another one that's hard to find. Oh, very hard to find. Real black action comedy. Yeah. Why did I sell everything? <laughs> yeah. So next one I got for you is Happy Time Murders. Have you seen this? 
Uh, it sounds familiar. Happy Time Murders is uh, starring Melissa McCarthy okay. and the Muppets. Oh, okay. No, I d- but definitely not. the twist yeah. is as R-rated. <laughs> well, as in Kermit the Muppets or just... Kermit is in there. He's not in as a main. He's in as a cameo or something. So it's all Jim Henson's stuff, right? Right. But it's gross, dick and balls jokes, violent. It's weird. So they're trying something. Yeah. It's like imagine Team America comedy style, that kind of... Okay. And with Melissa McCarthy. Look, I'd be interested enough just to give it a go. Have a look at the trailer and you'll make up your own mind. I will, yeah. There is a Red Band trailer out, which will show you exactly where the humour is. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm tapping out. Of this one, I think I'm I'm not rushing to see this, but I'm sure there will people be people who will love it. Yeah, that animation by Seth Rogen, um, which was also very adult humor. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, sausage I, party, sausage party. I, I couldn't quite get through that. Okay, one. Well, yeah. I didn't mind that. Okay, <laughs> um, it's just kind of blasphemy the fact that they're using Muppets and just kind of R-rated. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Anyway, next one I got for you is Bohemian Rhapsody. This is a biopic of Freddie Mercury. Saw this one, yeah. Very, very keen for this. Yeah. Uh, stars uh, Rami Malek. Um, this movie's famous for Brian Singer walking off the set. Yeah. The director, the original director, and Dexter Fletcher stepping in to direct. Um, but yeah, this looks epic. Yeah, I look love a good biopic. Love a good biopic. Love Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Love Queen. Yeah. Loving it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I really hope it's good. Next one, uh, just wanted to put it out there, guys. It's uh, um, it's, Papili- it's Papillon. I had to get the right pronouncing. Yeah. Is this a remake? Yes. Yeah. There's a remake of a 1973 film starring Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of an escape from Alcatraz, break out of a prison that's based on an island. Yeah. Um, it's reading the word says uh, Papillon, but it's Papillon is how you pronounce it. So this new... Film is Charlie Hunnam, yep, who we like, yep, good looking boy, and Rami Malek, who's Malek, yeah, yeah, from uh, Bohemian. So, very interesting. And uh, Rami's playing Dustin's character, I guess, and Steve McQueen. He's doing well since Charlie. Mr. Robot, yeah. I mean, is that still filming? Is that still on? I believe it's still going. It's funny, I watched the first season. Oh, then. actually, no, I think it's just being axed. I think, ah, uh, I only watched the first season, then I uh, no, I just haven't had any interest to go back. It's a hard watch, but it's great, yeah. But it was really hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I stopped after season one. I'm like, it's just too hard. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah, but we'll watch him in this. Uh, both films seem great. Yeah. Next one I got for you. So I'm thumbs up on that. Yeah. Uh, I remember the original film. It was good. Uh, next one I got for you, The Predator. We've talked about that a little bit. Yeah. I just wanted to um, flesh out the cast here, which I didn't do last time. So it's uh, Keegan-Michael Key, who is in um, the second half of Key and Peele, which, which is yeah. Jordan Peele from Get Out. Um, Jake Busey, Thomas Jane... Jacob Tremblay, Tremblay, sorry, Olivia Munn, and Yvonne Strakowski. Yeah, that's an unusual cast. Sure, but like I don't, I don't care. Like, sure, you can. When you said Alien vs Predator for you know one of your bad films before, I, I don't care. Like yeah, Predators yeah, in it, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And we've talked about Shane Black directing. It's got to be something there, right? Yeah. Uh, next one's uh, just a, a little thriller. It's called Down a Dark Hall. It's got Uma Thurman is back, which cool. I like, yeah. Uh, and Mia Kowalska, who has been a little bit absent as well. So yeah. that's so just like Alice a, in Wonderland fame yes, and all that. Correct. Stuff, yeah. So uh, look, it just looks like another thriller horror, you know, creepy looking spirits and all that stuff. The last one I've got for you in uh, Trailer Park yeah. is, um, and this one's a doozy. 
just came out and, I, and it was not on my radar, which is even better. I love it when it's not on my radar. It's really, really, really good. <laughs> this one, City of Lies, starring yes. Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker. Yes. And the story, from what I can gather, is it's kind of like a true story yep. about, I think it was the FBI investigating who shot Biggie Smalls, yeah? Is yep. that what you got from that, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's How, where it seems. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, because, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, look, for the, besides the film, for years, it's been um, something that people talk about all the time uh, in those circles. Who, who shot Biggie Smalls? And then, and then you have to say in the same breath, who shot Tupac Shakur? Yeah. And people seem to know uh, who it is, and there's tons of conspiracy theories um, around so, it. I wonder whether they'll go there, though. That's, that's the million-dollar question. Well, and, right? say who, and try and actually put a, put a finger on it? Maybe. I mean, yeah. it's... I don't know. And, well, that's why people will watch it. Yeah. As in... I'll watch it anyway because it's in that world. Yes. Um, so that's fine. But the people that are conspiracy theorists are going to want to see how it plays out. And and it looks it looks like, you know, I love Johnny Depp when he's in these gritty roles like Black Mass and it looks more down that path. Yes. Uh, or street gangs and that kind of stuff. Um, he's playing, he's playing like Johnny Depp's playing not another character. No. <laughs> he's, he's playing, he's, he's acting. Yeah, he's acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how hard is this? Like, how do you put it in a box? He's not being. He's not doing one of his zany characters. Yeah. He's just being a, playing a real life person, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he's being normal. <laughs> <laughs> normal, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, it's got a little bit of heat about it. It's got a little bit of Street Kings about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, even yeah, it looks good. And that's me for that's all I've got for Trailer Park. Yeah, it's been a big month. Uh, mm. A lot of films to look look forward to. Yes. That's the wrap up. Um, it's been a big month. It has, yeah, yeah, very lots to look forward to and uh, can't wait for our next episode. Yes, uh, look, if you, uh, if you haven't uh, checked out the episode, the Oscar episode, the review episode, as Jason mentioned before, man, jump into that one. We are super cut in that. And um, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, because of that podcast, we had, we had we have some ground rules now. We do. We do. Uh, one beer every 10 minutes. That's it. It's all yeah. allowed. <laughs> no beers after midnight like the gremlins you know yeah and, and it's funny actually because today this this is a daily a day podcast during the day as sean said from the uh from the top end and we're not drinking we're just having tea and crumpets yeah or scrumpets and yeah we've done it we've knocked it over an hour and 20 minutes that's Woo! the difference <laughs> that's the quickest podcast i think we've ever done <laughs> yes very very good anyway guys thanks for listening and we'll see you next time see you guys love you Fudgy Australia. Yes. <laughs> fudgy, I love it. Yeah. What is it? What's fudgy? They supply all your dry ice needs. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> they supply they you. They do, though. They yeah. supply you with dry ice. <laughs> they supp- supply you strawberries dipped in chocolate. Enough said. It's not. They because they also do fudge. Mint chalk <laughs> fudge. They do that every time we mention this. They do a lot more flavors than mint fudge, but mint fudge is their number one seller. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. If that wasn't enough, they also do champers as in Moet. <laughs> Moe, my friend. And Moet. It's like Han or Han. Which way do you say it? Yeah, west side's Han, east side's Han. <laughs> West Side's Moet, East Side's Moet. How do I get these things? Or just fudgyaustralia.com. Uh, no, mate. 
It's fudgy.com.au. They're Sorry. in Australia. Yeah, I've got one script to read. I can't even do that. <laughs> so, yeah, the great hampers. If you want to just kind of give a gift giving to someone you love or just to surprise someone, you can get alcohol, fudge, and strawberry, chocolate dipped strawberries. Why is that so hard to say? All supplied and dry ice to your door anywhere in Australia. To your door? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you give them the right address, it'll go straight to your door. Fudgy.com.au. Get it now. Have I shown you what I can do with a strawberry dipped chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> strawberry dipped in chocolate?